We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Boys and girls, and welcome back to what's unfortunately going to be another sad episode of No Other Pod. I am Jimmy, and uh, the, the sad man with me is my good friend Dan. So, Dan, how are you feeling after woo. yet another bad result? Fucking woo, bro. I'm like a depressed Ric Flair <laughs> over here. Woo. <laughs> oh, sad Ric Flair. Yeah. It's, oh, uh, God. What are we doing? We got to talk about I, this? And we uh, you know, we told the people we would. I'd rather not. I'd rather like <sighs> rant about movie pass or something for an hour, but bro. you know, that'll make <laughs> me sad too. That. So <laughs> uh, Bro, we should have we got to change our intro music, guys. It's too it's too it's too hype. You come in here and it's, it's like it's and, and, and you're like I'm ready for the podcast and then it's like where where it's no good. <laughs> Thank you Radke yeah. for the music. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we we got to turn these results around because otherwise we're gonna have to go to like you know some really sad, depressing music. Um, yeah, I to fit the know mood. What love is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, tell me, give me some good news. Did we get any new ratings or reviews by chance? Even though sporting let us down. Um, we got two actually. You guys, it was it was a. Uh... One left a review. One was just a rating, and uh, okay. uh, yeah, it was fine. It was a four star rating, which uh, I kind of mm-hmm. feel like I kind of feel like it was based on the team and not the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, but well, you know, yeah. the, the team did bad. We got punished for it. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> but we're we're five. Did they star specifically men. say that? No, uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing here because it, it's a four star rating, Jimmy. Those don't get read I, in, in entirety. I kind of hope they did say team sucks. I'm punishing you guys because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> make, at least I know it's not of our doing. <laughs> no, no. It said uh, they're like fair weather pods and they choose the pop hits of the summer and they'll, they'll be back to listen to nah. us soon. And they enjoy our amusing anecdotes. And uh, again, I really don't know what an anecdote is, but I'm glad they're amusing. So <laughs> we got lots of them and they're amusing. I hope we get out of this slump. So, uh, uh, Steph, Steph, Ann can, uh, you know, come back. Maybe she changes it to five stars. I don't know. We're five star men, Jimmy. And that's all that matters. That's right. That's right. 
And uh, okay, so hey, I'll take it. A couple of well, ratings and reviews. Four, hey, yeah. four is better than three. Uh, we'll take it. Thank you, Steph. It is. We did a math segment last week. We learned that four is better than three. Not quite as good as five, but you know, it's right in between those two. So, um, <laughs> and that's a magic number. I'm glad that we had that little review session together. Hopefully, our listeners can remember. Um, that has been the conclusion of our weekly math segment. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah no no more math this podcast except for some math that will benefit you because if you go to on the volleyapparel.com the math will give you 15 percent off if you use the promo code no other pod three separate words so yes. there you go That's dude they got a new math. shirt coming out uh in august it's yeah. a soccer field and it says on the volley all over it in many different languages. Ah, uh, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. On the volley all, all over the, the, the soccer field. So kind of neat. They do pre-orders and stuff too. So go hit it up. That's pretty cool. Uh, well, yeah, man, I, uh, I guess we'll kind of jump right into this. Cause we got a jam packed episode. Oh. We got, all sorts of questions and comments, which thank you guys so much for those. We're gonna get to um, we're gonna get to them. We got so many this week. We're gonna have to do it a little differently. We're not gonna be able to read every single one, but there were some themes among them, so we'll kind of aggregate them together into those themes. We'll get to those after we unfortunately talk about the three to two loss uh, to FC Dallas. To? Yeah, did you know don't that it was me, almost? Don't make me. It was almost seven years ago, apparently, the last time Dallas beat SKC in Kansas City. Yeah, bro, like 10 games. It's crazy. Yeah. That's not good. I don't like that. That's so. a pretty sweet streak going on and uh, says, a, <laughs> says a lot about Dallas, really. It's like, what? Why couldn't you come in here and, and win the game ever? So, you know, <laughs> yeah. huge relief off, the, uh, a huge monkey off their back to come in and get it done last week. Yep, and they, uh, they're they going to sit in uh, first place still in the West. Um, after the loss and after some other results, Sporting KC now down to fifth in the West. So we'll talk about that too. But um, <laughs> I'm going to cry. You know, I'm going to cry. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Uh, but look, we were all kind of anticipating what will this lineup be? What's the team going to do? Because it was 10 days since our last game, and that was the, the terrible loss in the Open Cup to Houston at Houston. Peter Vermees had his rant about people going to be very far away from uh, from the 18. Um, yep, and we saw that with Johnny Russell. Johnny Russell's probably getting sold. Yeah, God damn it, Johnny. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Johnny, uh, we, we found out after that Johnny tweaked his MCL on Thursday in training. They said it's not serious. It just was a little bit of a tweak. They, he tried to go, but it was he was a game-time scratch. So um, Johnny, not one of the people whose effort was questioned. Of course, we know Emiliano Amor probably was. No official confirmation of that as of yet, but he was nowhere to be seen. Um, yeah, Graham Peter Smith, won't comment on that. No, Peter won't comment on that at all, at least not yet. Um, I tried to get a, a statement from uh, from Sporting KC's PR team, and he just they uh, they just laughed at me. And they are like, nice try. At least you can they ask. Laughed? They did. Yeah. He, well, I went up to him, and I was like, hey, I'm assuming no official comment on Emiliano Amor. And he kind of laughed and he was like, no, no comment. Who was who this, like, Peter? No, uh, the, Kurt Austin. They're, oh, they're gotcha. uh, like communications manager. 
And he was like, good try though. You can always ask. And I was like, Hey, shoot or shoot. Gotta, gotta take a chance. Um, Hey, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's right. (laughs) Michael, Michael Scott, Daniel Kuzer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, uh, Emiliano Amor was not in there. Graham Smith also not in there, which it's hard to know if Smith was one of the people whose effort he questioned um, or if he was just young. I don't know. What Do, do you think he was just out of there because he was a young guy and they don't need him anymore? Yeah, he wasn't even in the 18, was he? No, he wasn't. Uh, so. Yeah, well, I mean, we had Ike and B's back. So, I mean, what do you do? Do you need him? I mean, I, you, you think he'd be in, uh, you know, as a sub if we needed him, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see if he ever comes back. They had Amre Didic in as the the backup center back this time. Who it's been mm-hmm. a little while since we've seen him, but uh, that could be a statement right there. Maybe Graham Smith was the, one of the guys. Could that matter? I mean, he because our two yeah. center backs didn't do any better. No, they they, they were not good, um, and you know it it started. I guess we'll we'll kind of jump into the game here real, real quick first. Did you get the feeling for the first 20 minutes or so it seemed like Sporting was actually creating decent chances? Because to me, it felt like they were they were kind of on the attack a bit. Um, they just couldn't find that that last ball. So it didn't start out terrible for me. I don't know. What about you? No, dude. We were rolling. Like, it seemed real good. Um, and I, I got to say, Matt Hedges played his ass off. Like, dude, yep. he was he was shutting it down every chance he got. And, uh, yep. which says a lot for us because it was a lot of chances we were coming and it just, God, I hate, Oh, I hate that. We gave a hat trick to Michael Barrios who hasn't scored all flipping year, dude. Freaking oh hat God. trick. Are you kidding me? That dude just, yeah. I don't know. I know we're talking about the attack, but I para, he got pwned, bro. They pwned him. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go right to that first goal. Um, and then we'll talk about Ike's game, uh, more holistically here in a little bit. Um, but that first goal, it it, it was a, a very strange goal for Michael Barrios because there was a long pass played from well inside FC Dallas's half to, uh, to Barrios, who was the only one running. You had both Beasler and Ike back there. It should have been what was a relatively easy clearance for Ike. He could have just headed it away. It bounced. And then he tried to head it again, but kind of missed it. The 5-2 Michael Barrios won the ball from the 6-2 Ike Opara and just chipped it over Tim Melia's head right into the goal. So uh, you're thinking at this point, okay, this has already turned a little bit weird. Um, what, where, Where's your head at after that goal? Um, it's 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 one nothing right there? Yeah. After the first goal? I mean, it sucks. You're like, okay, here we go again. But, dude, you come into halftime and it's like, okay, let's calm down. Like, we came back to beat these guys 3-2 after being down 2-0. So this wasn't the end of the world at all. I'm feeling pretty good. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, you're thinking at this point, okay, it's not the end of the world. Ike did say after the game he lost the ball in the lights. Um, that was what? why it it looked so weird there. I'm not really sure how, but yeah, he said that that was, you know, when he said, uh, he also said every little thing that could go wrong seems to be going wrong for us. And then he mentioned like that first goal, I just lost the ball in the lights and couldn't find it. Um, 
Uh, that doesn't seem like ownership right there. That doesn't seem like something he would normally say. They're frustrated, dude. They're frustrated in this slump just as much as we are. And it's bad. It's it's a bad time for season ticket renewals to come up. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I've been fo- I'm I'm obviously not a season ticket member because I'm in in the press box, but I've been following along with some of those conversations and uh yeah, yeah. it it is not the uh the the best time to be asking for more money uh from people uh, on top right. of the hundreds they're already paying. Um it's it, it's going to turn around soon, but I see so many different takes, dude, where I'm like Oh, well, you're not wrong. Uh, uh, you know, like when someone said, is this a slump or did sporting just grab a lot of points at the beginning of the ge- of the season against bad teams? Yeah. Yeah. I they mean, I th- up, dude. Yeah. I, they, these are all interesting points to, to ponder. Um, I think it's probably a combination of a lot of things, but we, we got some questions about stuff like that in a little bit that, that we'll get to, um, I do want to give props to Gerso for his goal because Gerso is one of the people who, you know, different people are kind of speculating whether he was one of the the players who whose effort was questioned. But look, you and I have been known to give Gerso some uh, some ribbing for his lack of uh, ability in the final third. This yeah. was a pretty pretty goal that he had here, and it was an entirely individual effort. So. uh I don't know, man. It seems like every once in a while he does something crazy like this. It's just few and far between. It was fantastic. Like, I couldn't remember him being... I couldn't remember something like this since when he got his hat trick, you know, against Seattle last year. Yeah. I mean, you might be right. He kind of reminded me of Johnny Russell out there, the way he split the defenders and did a little uh, couple step overs and then fired it in off his left foot. Um I don't really know where that came from, but (laughs) well, and he said that Felipe just told him, he's like, bro, you can take them one-on-one, like just, just do it. And he's like, Oh, okay. And so he did. (laughs) And he split those defenders and curled that ball in. I was like, you're kidding me. That is nuts. It it was amazing. I, I, I don't know if that was nominated for goal of the week or not, but it should be. Yeah, I will say you mentioned Felipe. So I noticed this especially in the first 20 minutes. Um but but throughout the game too. It's pretty crazy how much better this team is offensively with Felipe in there at attacking midfielder. Seems that way. Yeah. I I mean, he's pulling strings and making passes and making runs and creating chances for people that Johan was not doing. Um I know they didn't necessarily convert all of the chances, but like you said, Hedges had a freaking phenomenal game and was blocking shots that would have been on frame and possibly goals left and right. So did you notice Felipe sort of leveling up the offensive attack in a way that we didn't have with Johan? Yeah, absolutely. And it's not like, it's not like we lost three, two to a bad team. Okay. This is, this is FC Dallas. They're top of the West. They're really making a run right now. This wasn't Minnesota that just killed us, okay? So right. I don't want to say it's time to I I don't know, dude. Every bit of me wants to be like, ah, abandoned ship. We're 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 sinking, everything's over, you know? Which is a very interesting take to have because we might not make the playoffs, dude. 
if you lose this these next two games, which is very probable, you're finding yourself in sixth, maybe even seventh place. Yeah, Seattle's surging right now too. Um, yeah, what the hell are they doing? Beating New York City yesterday. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. They got that new uh, Peruvian striker, Raul Ruidiaz. I don't know how you say his last name. Ruidiaz, I think. I'd love for you to try that again. Um, Raul <laughs> Ru- Ruidiaz. Um, it's uh, no it, it's a, a unique last name. He's good, dude. He's going to be a good MLS striker. He played in the World Cup for Peru. Um, but Seattle surging. We got Houston, you know, behind us, which obviously that's a that's a big game we're going to talk about coming up this weekend. Um, but I think you make a good point. It's not like we just lost to a bunch of scrubs. It sucks because it was yeah. at home and it's been seven years. But Dallas is the best team in the West, so it sucks that Barrios did, dude. It sucks that you know we're we're going to dive into this next goal. But Tim Melia got nutmeg, dude. No goalie wants to get nutmegged for a goal. Yeah, Melia got chipped and nutmegged in the same game by the same dude. Uh, <laughs> he was pissed, not, man. Tim was like, are you kidding me? Well, cause both of them were Ike's fault. The first one, Ike, he can say he lost in the lights, but you know, yeah. something happened there. The second one, Ike's just kind of caught looking and out of position and he can't keep up with Barrios. And then Barrios is one-on-one with Tim and just sticks it right through his legs into the, into the back of the net. Um, I kind of wonder if Tim had to come out on that second goal. I mean, I think yeah. as a goalie, he's he's always going to come out. His his awareness like that is always top notch. Yeah, he he came out real far. I it, you know most of the time that's probably the right decision, I would guess. But when you look at it, like Barrios is at such a drastic angle at that point. The problem is Ike's still so far away and Beasler's so far back. But not, neither of them's going to catch Barrios. So, um, yeah, definitely not. He was smoking him. But this was in the 62nd minute, and this was when, and we had a couple of questions about this. Um, this is when Barrios really started to up his time-wasting antics. Because this is when he, like, walked to the sideline and was, like, drinking water. And the ref got on him a little bit, but not not that much. Uh, I don't know. Were you able to catch that on TV, just how much time Barrios was trying to waste after this goal? Yeah, it kind of seemed like that. I mean, they... <sighs> Dude, they started time wasting a lot towards the end. I mean, I mean, who 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 says what? Who says what time wasting is? Like, who gets to say? The referee gets the final say, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be up to the ref managing the game. And Peter had some yes. choice words for that ref after the game. I know he did. Isn't it supposed to be like five seconds though? Like after the whistle's blown, or like five seconds for a goal kick? Uh. So I know it's supposed to be, I think, six seconds for the goalie to hold on to the ball after he gathers it. Probably the same for a goal kick around there. So, yeah, it's it's really up to the ref's discretion to to manage it. And, and Drew Fisher did not manage it this game whatsoever. Um, no. It was bad. Honestly, Dallas started time-wasting in like the seventh minute because they had throw-ins where they were just not throwing the ball in. Um, it was pretty embarrassing, I think. They're, but, they're, yeah. they're trying to slow us down, though. Like, like you said, we were attacking right at the very beginning. They were like, "We gotta, we gotta slow this down." Yep. Um. So a few minutes after Barrios' second goal, um, Dallas was on the attack again. Um, there was sort of a frenzy of activity in the box. A missed clearance from Beesler. Ball falls right to Barrios, pretty much at the penalty spot. He's unmarked. Fires the ball right at goal. 
look, Mr. Goalkeeper, there's nothing Melia can really do in that instance, is there? He's just caught sort of like hoping he can get a hand on it. But For his third goal? Yeah, Barrios' third goal. Dude, the defense know. just crumbled. Yeah. They just let him have an open shot like that. And, and there's like five sporting players just left watching. Yeah. It was not good. And I don't think, you know, Melia tried to get back in the middle, but there's no way he can get back there in time when you, when you have a wide open shot. I mean, it's basically a penalty kick at that point, except even a couple feet closer. So not, not exactly. great. Um, you know, we know that Daniel Shallowy pulled one back for sporting KC in like the very last minute of stoppage time. Um, I put the ball in. I mean, it was a decent little set piece goal off the corner, but too little, too late at that point. Um, yeah, that was there was nothing left to do. I mean, you could hope, and you know, stranger things have happened. We we've seen, you know, I remember some games back in the day, bro, where we came back to beat Philly three two after being down three to one, and then we were also down. What, what was no no we were down. 2 nothing or something and 1-3-2. But then the the Whitecaps game, we were down 3-1 yeah, and 1-4-3. Yeah. That was huge. And I was like, this this can happen. Like, this isn't uncharacteristic. They can score fast. But yeah, it, it just it, it was uh, too, a little too late. It got my hopes up for just a second, but then I was looking at just how little time was left. And yeah, at that point, I, it, it just wasn't possible anymore. Um so Sporting KC did drop the game, obviously, um, because of results from uh, other teams in the West, uh, namely the LA Galaxy. We did fall from uh, where we we were either in third or fourth going into the week. I don't remember what, um, but fell all the way to fifth. Um, as things stand right now, we are in fifth place with thirty three points. Um, RSL is right behind us at 31 points. Granted, they've played one more game. And then Vancouver's in seventh, again, played one more game at 29 points. So we're four points clear of the red line with a game in hand. But the Timbers are a point above us. They have two games in hand on us. LAFC is in second at 36 and FC Dallas 42 in first. And they all have a game in hand on Sporting KC. Uh, No, excuse me. They do not. They've played an equal amount of games. Um, But... I know Peter and, and, and everyone with Sporting KC mentioned that getting a top four spot was a goal prior to the season. Um, are, are you even at this point really thinking that's still much of a possibility or are you just worried about making the playoffs right now? It, no, it's a possibility. It's a matter of like you're right at that tipping point. Like which way do you want to go? You have some, you have some conference matches coming up that are very important. With this with this Houston game this weekend, and then and then the following weekend you got to go up to L.A. for L.A.F.C. and then Portland comes to town, then Minnesota comes to town. Like this is all Western Conference games, and then Seattle comes to town. You know, oh no, you got to go to Seattle, but it's it's a big thing. I don't think you play another Eastern Conference team till September eighth. So the, this next stretch of five games, humongous. Yeah, and you know. Minnesota and Seattle haven't been great for most of the season. They've both been playing decent soccer the last couple of weeks. And you look at the standings, they're not they're not at a point where we can just count them out. Like, we dropped nope. those games. That's bad. 
Um, any one of those teams could catch Sporting KC and overtake them in in the remainder of this year, especially if Sporting keep playing the way they're playing. Um, it's just not great. Seriously, no, you're yeah, you're not wrong at all. Um, I'm gonna read this quote. I I know I tweeted it, but I'm gonna read the quote that Peter had on the on the ref, and and I want to get your your take on it. See if you notice this at all. Um. He said, when they're bad, they're bad. You can't manage the game. And managing for managing the game is in so many ways. I'm just amazed at times to watch how games are managed in our league by the referees. They get one guy that refs a game, and you're losing. He doesn't say anything when the other team is slowing down the game. And then you tie and maybe start to win, and he tells you to play faster. It's a hard one for me to understand. The only thing I can say is maybe he doesn't understand. Um. Is that fair does criticism of the ref? Does he does he get fined for that? I think he might get fined. It's not quite Mike Petke level of rant, but uh no, we all need Mike Petke in our lives though. <laughs> yeah, I uh I was kind of hoping we'd get a Petke level rant from Peter, but I mean he was clearly yeah. upset. I love uh, me some Mike Petke. <laughs> I hate RSL, but Petke is He's uh he's he's an entertaining person to have in this oh, league. Oh, bro, he's so Brooklyn. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> um, I loved his apology after his rant because he was dropping that like his you know this was bullshit. I don't understand. His apology later was, "I'm sorry, I I I used those curse words, but I don't apologize for my message because I still think it's true." Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, good for you. Um. <laughs> I don't know if he gets fined. I mean, he pretty much basically said he doesn't know if the ref knows what he's doing. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds like criticism, which you cannot do. Yeah. But I, I so think he's ahead. fair. Drain my bank account. <laughs> I don't give I think a shit. He, <laughs> I think it's fair what he says where basically he's like there's no consistency. Not even from ref to ref, but even in the same game from the same ref. Uh I don't know how you're supposed to play when there's no consistency like that. And I think he's absolutely right that the ref was not telling Dallas to play when they needed to, when Barrios was doing all his time wasting, um, when he fell on the ground and act like he was dying and then came off and suddenly was magically healed again. I don't know. Yep. It just, I don't understand it. I, I, I really don't. Um, so yeah, we're, let's, let's jump into a couple of these questions about this game. Um, like I said, we're going to, we're going to kind of group some of these together. We'll give a shout out to, to Corey Matsat, Sporting Timio, um, Kyle Orenberg, Ryan Schneider, and, uh, and Bob and Weave, all of you submitted comments. So thank you guys so much. We're just not going to have, uh, the opportunity to read every single one. Um, but a couple of these questions from, from Ryan, from, from Sporting Timio, from Corey, they, they, they center around the defense. Um. Some of them specifically Ico Para, um, wondering, you know, what's really going on? Is he healthy anymore? Did, did we make a mistake extending his contract? Are him and Beasler just past their prime? Um, I will say before I kick it to you, I did ask Ike after the game, "Are you healthy?" And he basically said, "No player is a hundred percent healthy after the very first game of the year." But I wouldn't be out there if I didn't think I could play. So take that how you will. Um, what the heck? Yeah. That's so loaded. Yeah. So. That's just like saying, nope. 
Actually, it hurts to walk, <laughs> but I'm doing my best. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's not going to come out flatly and say, yeah, my, my, my hamstring is shot. Um, right. Actually, my Achilles could blow at any moment. <laughs> but yeah, both he and Peter <laughs> both said no player is totally healthy after the first game of the year, uh, which is kind of a veiled way of saying, yeah, no, he's not really that healthy, I think. Uh, well, that's crazy. How do you even recover then? What What's the recovery process like here? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I he's not playing a midweek game this week i guess so he has you know six seven days off hopefully they can get some treatment but he and he and beasler just don't i know they've missed time is do you think that's a factor is just they haven't had the consistent time with the back line and, and they're just trying to find their rhythm again or are you worried this might be indicative of a larger problem and maybe they are just kind of over the hill Oh, shit, over the hill. (laughs) (laughs) Calling them old. Uh, Hear me out here. Why why don't they get time with Swope Park Rangers to recover from an injury and get back in the swing of things? Why don't our golden boys, Matt Beasler and Ikopara, get some time with the second team? Are they too good for that? Is that not what that team's there for? Because I distinctly remember people such as uh, you know, Diego Rubio, Seth Sinovic coming back from injury and they get a game with Swope before they come back to the, the first team. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I don't know. I've never, I don't know if Beasler's ever been sent down to Swope. Um, never has. I don't think I has either, but I mean, you're absolutely right. That team's kind of supposed to be there for getting back in the swing of things. Now, maybe Peter thought, okay, we, we don't have, the luxury of time to, to let them get back in a swing of things, especially yeah, with there it is. I'm more gone. Um, but that's what sucks, man. Center back before the start of the season was kind of looked at as like the deepest position on this team. And now suddenly it's like, who do we have? We got like, Amor's gone. Graham yeah. Smith. He came out of nowhere and, and has, has struggled. Beasler and Ike are both hurt. So we got Amor Didich and Brad Evans mm. can play if he's ever healthy, but he's not healthy. So, I don't oh, know. Dude. So I was at this comedy show last night and this Seattle, this girl I know who's a Seattle Sounders fan was wearing a Brad Evans Jersey. And I said, Oh no. Hey, it looks like you have your, I said, it looks like you wore your Swope Park Rangers Jersey. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she, you know, she didn't really get it. I said, cause, cause he hasn't played a game with, with sporting. Yeah. He's played with Swope. Anyways, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think he'll make a single appearance at this rate. Um, do you miss EPB, dude? I really miss Eric Palmer Brown. It would be really, really nice to have Eric Palmer Brown on the squad right now. Yep. I mean, I don't blame him for, for doing what he needed to do, going and testing himself it. in Europe. I mean, it's, as far as I know, he's he's doing fine. He's not lighting it up, but he's 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 holding his own. Um, But man... It would sure be nice to have him on the roster. Like, do we have to go out and get a center back this window now on top of everything else, do you think? Dude, I I don't know. Is is our striker even the problem when we're like about to, you know, break records for scoring goals and stuff? Like, do you even need a number nine? Or do you go get a left back or a center back? Well, so that is a pressing question. Some of our listeners brought that up to us. I've seen it go around. I even had someone in my mentions today talking about how we need Dom back, which do not 
get me Don't started on Dom. Especially after we saw the Portland Timbers get half the money for Fernando Adi, who was the exact same age and almost to the exact goal had the same amount of goals as Dom as we got for Dom. They got $850,000. We got $1.6 million. And Tom's been fine, but he ain't exactly lighting it up and leading Orlando City to, you know, the supporter shield down there. They're trash too. So, you know, don't come at me with Dom. But I think you bring mm-hmm. up a good point. Um, this team, did you know this team is on pace to set a single season franchise record for most goals scored in a year? Yeah. Does it feel like that? Like it, it, I don't think it feels like that to a lot of people, but they are. It Did you also know we're giving up goals? You know, right? Exactly. Did you know that we've already given up more goals in 2018 than we gave up in all of 2017? Yeah, I did know that. Did you? That's not know that. Yeah, it's uh, 29 goals is what we gave up last year. We've given up 30 league goals already this year, and there's still 13 games to go. Um, well, that's why we're going to get clean sheets for the next 13 games. There you go. <laughs> don't put um, me on that shit. Yeah, well, you put it on record now. so You got to get back to clean sheets, Jimmy. You have to. Like That's how you win games is by just not letting them score ever. And just put one in the back of the net. We don't need two or three goals a game. Dude, I will absolutely take one nil. I'll take a boring-ass one-nil game over allowing people to score three goals on us. You kidding me? Yeah, it's, you know, and part of that might be because there's been so much injury along the back line. Like, there's just been no consistency. We've had, like, almost a different back line and I don't know how many games in a row now. Um, Who would have thought our midfield would be more consistent than our back line? Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I, especially considering how strong the back line was last year. I mean, we can't forget You're not- Jim, Jimmy Madronda has been hurt for God knows how long. Not that Jalen Lindsay hasn't oh. been good. He's been fine, but he's improving every There's game. A stat. There's a stat out there that said we were pretty good with Jimmy Madronda at left back. Like, we did not give up many goals at all. Yeah. Well, because he... The thing with Jimmy was he was... Not that Jalen doesn't work. work Jalen works very hard, but Jimmy was a natural left footer. Jalen's not. So Jalen's already playing opposite side of the field than he's used to. But Jimmy would get up there. He'd whip a ball in and then he'd track back real fast. It's a little bit harder for Jalen because he's still trying. And Peter mentioned this a couple weeks. He's not quite at that instinctual level where it all just comes perfectly, you know, without thinking every time. Um, He still has to sit there and process a little bit. So it takes him a little bit longer. Now, occasionally, he does that crazy little back heel thing like he did yesterday or uh, whatever it was Saturday <laughs> night, um, which was, that was pretty cool. And you see moments like that where you're like, okay, this kid can play. Um, well, we're not making, we're not making Tim Milia look very good at all. I mean, these numbers that keep going up, uh, it's not good. That's not good for him. No. It's not good for him at all. He was, you know, even before before this little slump, he was having a pretty good season. Um, and he was probably one of the bigger all-star snubs, I thought. But, yeah, I just feel kind of bad for him because we let up 18 goals in the last seven league games, and a lot of them are not his fault. He's just left out to dry. Um, it's so bad. I, I don't know what to 
I don't know how you fix it. I, I really don't with our current personnel. Um, especially Ike and B's coming back like that. It's, they don't have any, uh, they haven't gelled cause they haven't played in a little bit. Yeah. Um, one other question, I guess, to go over here, um, because it kind of leads into the issue of, of striker, I think, which you brought up. Bob and Weave said Shallowy was having a hard time on the wing getting into the box um, on crosses. Is it that he needs to be a center or needs to get a bit tougher and get there? I actually wonder if it's the the lack of... When we had Kyrie Shelton in there, Kyrie was such a big body, was taking up so much space and had such great hold-up play that he opened up space for Daniel and Johnny Russell and Jerso to cut in or, or whip in balls. Diego just hadn't been able to do that. So I wonder if that's almost a factor of needing a center forward more like Kyrie. I don't know. And then there's that guy out there, Christian Ramirez, Superman. Y'all know my feelings. He's rumored to be a link to Sporting KC again. <laughs> um. Jeff uh, Jeff Reuter of the Athletic, who reports on Minnesota United, um, mentioned this again. Does does Kyrie's injury, since he may very well not be back before playoff time, does that sort of increase the need for a, a striker to come in this window to you? Yeah, a little bit, but I mean, there's other positions too. But like the the shallowy thing, I don't think he. Oh, what am I trying to say? I, I don't. I think he's not aggressive enough. He's not he's not big and strong, dude. He's not he's not a Josie Altador, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, I mean, you you're right. Uh, if he doesn't have a big center forward in there, he's he doesn't really have the strength or anything to uh to to sort of make his own space or muscle muscle guys off, so. Yeah. He, but he, I mean, he's also said he prefers to play on the left wing, at least right now. He hasn't been that much more successful as a center forward, has he? Not that I remember. I'd, I'd rather have him on the wing all day. I, I really would. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's going to be tough. We got uh, on the road at Houston this upcoming weekend. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, we saw we saw how that went last time. Are you feeling yeah, any better? or? Happened? Well, it just happened two weeks ago. Yeah, I I'm not feeling confident at this point. No, we've taken no, we've taken w- one point of a possible fifteen in our last five games. Oh, so, oh yeah, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, it's uh, I I just I can't I'm I'm not feeling confident. I'm I honestly at this point I think I'm just going into the game expecting another blowout loss like we had in the Open Cup. Because then I'm not going to be disappointed. So No, man. I feel more confident about going to L.A. the following week. I know that sounds crazy, but I feel like we can put up goals against L.A. I think Houston's defense is pretty solid. Yeah. Um, Houston's really, really good at home. I know we, we, yes, we mentioned this last time, but... You know, at home they're they're six three and two. That's 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 pretty solid. Um, they got Albert Elise. We we saw what he did to Seth Sinovic in that game because he's so fast. They got Kyoto. Um, they've they've signed a couple new players even since that game, which which scares me. Um, so you needed these points at home against Dallas. You really needed yep. those points. Yep, 
Absolutely. Because like you said, away at Houston, away at LAFC, home to Portland, who they may not have Fernando ID anymore, but they're doing pretty well. Home against Minnesota United and then on the road at Seattle. Are are we getting, look, those those are the next possible 15 points. Are we taking even half of those at this point? No. I'm not. Yeah. Three, three road games and two home games. If we get eight points out of those 15, I will be ecstatic. And I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't <laughs> but, know either. Playing like this, you're lucky to get five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. At this point, in order for us to get eight points out of those next five games, we pretty much have to beat Portland at home, beat Minnesota United at home, and then draw two of three on the road against Houston, LAFC, and Seattle. That's all. <laughs> that's a lot to that ask of this sounds, team. Sounds awesome. I mean, but I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not feeling great. I, 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 I don't know how else to say it. We've tried being optimistic. We've tried being pessimistic. No, I'm done with Neither that. one works. I'm done. <laughs> so, um, y'all tweet us. Let us know how you're feeling. At no other pod, at jcmax03, at Dan Kuzer. Are you expecting a win, a loss at Houston? I don't know. Let us know what you think. Um, I just want to burn. I want to burn stuff. Like I just get so mad and I want to like, I want to listen to Limp Biscuit and just fight. That's how mad I've been about these results. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Peter sure said that some- song that was called break <laughs> stuff. <laughs> they did. Yes. Um, Peter. Break. <laughs> Peter sorry, said sorry. that he thought some of the goals from this last game were silly goals, easy mistakes to fix, but I feel like we've heard that so many times now. I don't know if I can expect us to fix them. Um I mean, yeah. Think about it, dude. Dallas has three goals. Those are all silly goals. That was nothing crazy. They did not do anything spectacular to score those goals. So I mean that's how that's where I'm at with that. I mean, Peter's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, you're right. He's not wrong. It's just that we've been giving away silly things for a while. So, like, at some point, we keep saying we're giving away silly goals. But if we keep giving away silly goals, is it a problem with our defense inherently that we just need to address? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know either. It's, it's tough, man. Um, you got anything else people, to say on that one? People are laughing at us. No, yeah, I, just, I just know people are laughing at us, you guys. People are... Uh... The Atlantas of the league, uh, everyone's really enjoying watching us drop down the standings because, uh, you know, they, they hate they hate winners. They really do. When you're at the top so long, they want to see you fall. And we're falling. And it's it yeah. sucks. Kind of sucks. Um, Portland's rolling. Seattle's rolling. We're not. Yep. it's uh, It's a bad time to be in this slump. But there is 13 games left. There is time to fix it. Whether it's with incoming transfers or getting healthy or what have you, there's time to fix it. They just got to do it. So here's hoping they can. We'll see. Um, in the rest of the league, there has been quite a lot of games since we last recorded. Um, LA Galaxy have been involved in two of the most exciting. I don't know if you watched the uh, El Trafico, as they called it, when they played LAFC. Um 
on Thursday, but that ended up being LAFC was up 2-0 and Galaxy came back late and tied it for 2-2. And then, yes, uh, we're recording on Monday, excuse me, Sunday night, um, Galaxy ended up beating Orlando City 4-3 in what was one of the crazier games I've watched in Zlatan's first MLS hat trick. Um, Did you get to see either of those games? Uh, I watched the condensed matches of both. Yeah. Does LA Galaxy scare you at this point with Zlatan there? Because they can score. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, but they also are scoring against Orlando, which we've kind of established doesn't really have, you know, a defense. And then they they scored against LA, which has also been giving up quite a few goals. So what do you what do you really say? Yeah, and their defense is still bad. Siani had a terrible own goal. Um, Our defense is bad too. And do we got to face the <laughs> Galaxy again? Um, I don't. You know, that's a good question. I don't know if we have to face them again. Um, no, we do. Do because we? They, we do play every team twice. We've only played them once. They got to come to KC. Do they? No, they already came to KC early this year. I thought because I don't think Zlatan comes back. Yeah, I don't think Zlatan comes back. To Kansas City this year. Um, Is that right? Let me let me look real quick. I am okay, pulling. That's... Yeah, it's not a big computer... deal. I just I'm shocked now. Yeah, we. Well, hold on. You might, sir. Yeah, dude. October sixth. You're right. Do they really come back to Kansas? You're absolutely right. We still got to play them. My bad. Well, that's exciting. Oh, Zlatan's shit, coming to Kansas City. Better... <laughs> soak that in soak that in jimmy said dan's right uh, uh, uh. well there you so go I did, I did do a little dance i did a dance just now. <laughs> i don't so we i'm still not got... right very often man look at okay so we talked over the next five games then we still got the galaxy we got dallas again we got lafc yep. twice like this this is gonna be tough we this gotta sucks, fix this you guys um, I mean, yeah, the man. Chiefs are starting up, so if you guys want to uh, watch the Patrick Mahomes show. <laughs> there you go. I heard he looks good in camp. Um, I, he does. Were there any other games uh, outside of, obviously, the big LA Galaxy games that, that caught your eye um, from this past week? Um, oh, yeah, dude. Should Seattle have really beat New York City 3-1? to one? No, not at all. Should the Quakes and RSL have had a nil-nil draw? Yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Should Rooney's face uh, have been busted up to the point where he's bleeding profusely? I don't yeah, know, maybe. <laughs> probably, because the dude's a, the dude's like an MMA fighter. Uh, should Vancouver have scored f- four goals on Minnesota? I, I don't know. Most most likely, yeah, but Minnesota still scored two, so it was, it was kind of weird. Why'd Toronto beat Chicago 3-0? I, I don't know. Toronto's supposed to be bad, but Josie Altador's back. Maybe he was the key. Maybe, you That's know what's probably going to happen? Toronto and Seattle are going to make a late, you know, second half push, and it's going to end up being Toronto and Seattle again in MLS Cup. And why are we all wasting our time? <laughs> Dude, we're going to, oh my God, stop. That's disgusting. I hope it doesn't happen, but suddenly they both look good, so. Um, it shouldn't happen. And you know what? None of these games this weekend are even appealing to me unless it's Sunday's 
Red Bulls and LAFC and Sporting Houston. Every other matchup is kind of a snooze fest, in my opinion. You think so? You're not at all intrigued by uh, Toronto going into Atlanta after Atlanta's coming off the high of hosting the All-Star game? Okay, I mean, that'd be that'd be great if Toronto wants to, you know, play, but uh, yeah. they haven't really shown up this year. And I'm certainly not... Uh, I'm certainly not excited about the Rapids hosting the Galaxy, which uh, now Zlatan has to miss that game. Yep, because of stupid MLS rules. So if you miss the All-Star game, I just learned this rule in its entirety today. Um, If you miss the All-Star game for any reason, whether it's you withdraw on your own or due to injury, you have to miss the next MLS game. It's like a suspension the league gives to punish you. Which seems really stupid, especially in the case of David Villa, who he hasn't even been in the 18 for a couple of weeks because he's been hurt. He's going to miss again because of injury, so they're making him miss Saturday's game as well um, against Vancouver. Yeah, this is big time. I mean, I don't know why Zlatan just couldn't be bothered to go, and now his team has to suffer and maybe lose on the road to Colorado. I'm I kind of hope it happens if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because Lawton's Lawton. For our sake. Did you see the video going around of uh there's a reporter interviewing Zlatan. He's in like a media scrum and the reporter goes, "Yeah, I uh I don't really have a question for you, but do you want to ask yourself a question?" And Zlatan just looks what? at him like he's an idiot and he's like, "I'm here for you guys. Like why are you basically like why are you wasting my time?" Like ask me a question or 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 don't, but don't waste my time. <laughs> Holy cow! Yeah, it was weird. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, Sporting Houston, obviously the 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 big game to watch. Red Bulls LAFC maybe might be important. That's national TV. Um, yeah, Red Bulls need to take that home because we we need them to drop points. Like that's a no brainer. Yeah. Colorado beating the Galaxy would be good, like you said. Um, I can't then, see Dallas losing. No, no, considering how bad the Quakes are. They've only yeah. lost or won twice this year. Two, 12, and 7. That's that's awful. I, I think I'm kind of intrigued by Minnesota and Seattle, if I'm being honest. I mean, it's in Minnesota. Seattle's yeah. hot, and, and but not that hot, you know. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that, too. They they're both they're both playing decent. Um if Seattle can win that on the road, that's those are big 3 points for Seattle. Suddenly Seattle Dude, you got to pay attention to them. That's 9 points in 3 games for Seattle if they win on the road. Yeah, that's they'd huge. uh that's a huge 2 weeks for them. They'd jump up uh, potentially all the way up to 7th depending on other other results oh, if they do that. So I'm going to slap everyone in the face. <laughs> they're they're doing happening? their they're doing their little seattle thing um this is what they do this is what they do and this is what we do like what, what how does this okay i can talk forever about this i just i'm getting myself upset jimmy i need a woosah <laughs> just need to calm it down yeah um well here we'll, we'll we'll switch away from seattle to their rival for a second before we finish off talking the all-star game um, Portland announced before their game that it would be the last game that their striker Fernando Adi would be playing with them. That was kind of weird. They leaked 
that they were trading him before they actually completed the deal. He scored the game-winning goal in his last game with them, kind of a nice little storybook ending for him. And then they shipped him off for 850000 to FC Cincinnati. San Jose also sent Fatai Alashe to FC Cincinnati. Adi will be since he's first designated player, but it sounds like he's going to play the rest of the 2018 season with Cincy in the USL. Um, do you have any thoughts on that move? Is that a good move for Cincy bringing Adi in as their first big MLS player? And, and what do you think about him staying in USL for the rest of the year? I think it's super weird, man. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, what do you even say about it? Like I, I, Adi in the USL like that's that's super awkward he's gonna tear it up um the thing that made yeah well the thing that made me confused is so you know since he is still a USL team they're gonna be MLS next year but they're not really an MLS team yet but they're trading allocation dollars which are made up MLS dollars anyway that they don't yet have from a league they're not yet in to get a player to play in their current league using resources that other teams literally don't have access to. Like, it feels all very weird to me that you can trade made-up future dollars from a league you're not in to get a player to play in your current league this year. Is that is that not weird? It's super weird, yeah. And I, now I just want to like go make up my own currency just for fun. <laughs> Coozer bucks. Like I'm, I'm totally gonna do it. Daniel allocation money. Damn. I cook, I cook dinner every night for me and my wife, and I'm, she's gonna have to pay in Coozer bucks. <laughs> Some Coos bucks. <laughs> yeah, you oh. don't eat free at the cafeteria de Coos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just imagine if I'm another USL team, I'm a little pissed off that like you went and traded fake money from a league you're gonna be in next year to get a player to play this year in our league. That's weird. So that's super weird. I don't understand the rules to this game anymore. I just know <laughs> there's a ball and you gotta kick it into the goal. Everything else is just made up. Pretty much. It's all it's all smoke and mirrors. It's smoke and you know, mirrors, man. Yeah. I've never even bothered to try to understand what the hell a special discovery player is. That's another thing in MLS that I still don't understand, but is a thing. I didn't even know that's a thing. Oh, yeah. maybe it's that new that new player coming off the bench called uh, Kuzbrahimovic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's apparently a thing. I don't know what it means, but apparently that's it what it Kuzbra. is. So, Kuz, Kuz, Kuzbrahimovic. <laughs> Um, I hope that's on your jersey when you play your pickup games. Oh my god, so, it should be. You should order a Sweden jersey and customize it to say Kuzbrahimovic. Um, oh god, I couldn't <laughs> back that up. Couldn't back it up at all. Um, I take my yeah. shirt off and run around the field just for having a good pass. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Did you guys see that precision? Woo! <laughs> Woo! I can't wait until he gets a suspension for yellow card accumulation just from taking his shirt off too many times. Um, I know. And when, how old do you have to be for abs to disappear? Like, why is that uh, still a thing? Yeah, age is just a number for Zlatan. Is it? Yeah, apparently. I mean, that dude. You saw his tweet when LeBron James went and announced he was going to L.A., right? Sure did. The lion and the king. 
Well, he goes, welcome to L.A. They already had a god. Now they have a king. Oh, boy. So... Called himself God. Oh, please, Lord, don't uh, let anyone be near him when you strike him down. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's only one Jesus, Zlatan. But that is happening. <laughs> there's only one Zlatan. Um, oh, my God. And he will not be at the All-Star game because he doesn't want but to be. So. <laughs> it's, it's such a persona, too. Like, he totally embraces it. Because I saw oh, someone yeah. post that he was like rollerblading down Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah, dude. In like Venice Beach. Yeah, yeah, Venice Beach. Roller, and he's rollerblading with an ice picture. cream cone. <laughs> yeah. Like a little, like a, like, I, I feel like he's probably listening to California Girls. The, uh, the not- <laughs> oh, absolutely he was. There's no question <laughs> and, about it. But he took a picture with this kid. And I was like, that's cool, man. Because he could have just been like, no, no, Zlatan have no time for you. But he 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 did have time. He made time. He probably let his ice cream melt to get a picture with this kid. Yeah, he loves the attention. I mean, that's why he's here is to soak up adulation and the attention and just be worshipped and score hat tricks oh. easily and to make the galaxy money. I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah. Never forget, he's not even a designated player. He's a Tam player. There's that's some so weird, weird guys. MLS sorcery Samsung. going on there. Samsung's yeah. paying his salary. Yeah, I don't know what is going on. They're using fake money sense. to pay Zlatan. So you you getting paid in Kuz bucks, bro? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he will not be at the All Star game. Are you excited at all for the All Star game? We got Zusi and Ilya who are both uh, there. Ilya figured out yeah. a way to make his shirt long sleeve. He did. So, he did wear some compression underneath there, didn't he? Yeah. Are you I'm, excited I'm to excited. watch uh, the All Stars play Juventus? Well, no, I mean, Juventus will smoke them, but I think uh, I'm excited. I'm always excited to watch our guys play. And if you're, you know, you're listening to this on Wednesday, you probably saw uh, Juan Cousin score a goal from Jalen Lindsay assist last night at the homegrown game. Just kidding. We're recording on a Monday, but that is me having an epiphany. your shot. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, how badass would that be, man? Homegrown game, the future. It's on Twitter, guys. It's a big deal. Yep, playing uh, the Tigris U20s, I believe. Um, See, I'll watch that too, man. I love it. I love all soccer. Let's just do it all the time. See, I'm almost more interested in watching that than I am the actual All-Star game. Because I, f- I feel like those kids have more to prove. Like, they're like, we're homegrowns. We, we're, our whole career is ahead of us. But, like, we actually, like, kind of want to impress in this game so people can see that we're legit. Whereas, like... I don't know, Zeusy running out around against Juventus's B team. Like, what's he got to prove out there? We already know he's good. So for real, I don't know. Ronaldo's it's, not I playing. Just, let's hope no one. Let's hope no one gets hurt. And Zeusy and and Ilya will still be ready to go another ninety on on Saturday. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, man. I swear to God, Tata, if you hurt Zeusy or Ilya, I will. March to Atlanta, and I will personally fight you. So, and I think I there could take go. Tata. I think I could take him in a fight. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, that'd be fun to watch, actually. So uh, <laughs> let's make that happen. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I just, I, I honestly forgot the All Star Game was this week until someone mentioned it this weekend. So I, uh, oh, I, 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 I don't have the interest I, I once had. Um, 
like you said, we're recording this on Monday. I saw a tweet from Juventus today. They haven't even left Italy. They're still there <laughs> as of Monday. When do they leave? Like tomorrow? I don't know. They're probably going to fly in, drive straight to the stadium, beat the All-Stars 5-1, and fly back. Like, they, it's, I don't know. It's it's weird, but. That is weird. Anyway. Uh, huh. All I know is Ronaldo will not be there, and Zlatan will not be there. So, what are we doing? But. I don't know, man. Dude, oh, hey. so I was just, I was trying to watch some, uh, whenever we record, I always try to watch some highlights and stuff. You saw Rooney scored, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was before he broke his nose. He nutmegged Tim Howard, bro. Yeah. I don't so know what Tim's, the Rapids. Tim's getting nutmegged Tim all Howard. over the place. Tim Howard is bad. And it's sad. It hurts my heart a little bit. Um, oh, because you're an Everton guy. I am an Everton guy, and I don't want to talk about them because they are going to be trashed this year. Um, Dude, you should grow a beard like Tim Howard. Let me tell you, I could not shave <laughs> for the next 27 years, and I don't think I could grow a beard at all, let alone one do like you, Tim Howard. <laughs> do you shave on a regular basis? Yes, I do shave on a regular basis. Okay, serious question. I just, I was just <laughs> yes, I do. It just would, it, if I grew a beard, it would not be very full and it would look very nasty. So, very nasty, like sh- patchy or like, like, uh, not patchy, like just put some milk on it and let your cat lick it off. <laughs> Probably closer to that. <laughs> no, I shave every day. I'm a grown ass man. You pay every day? Just, shave every day? Yeah. That's Otherwise, crazy. it feels that's weird. That's so much. Yeah, but that's so much like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too lazy. I'm like, not every day. Come on. No, I got an electric razor. I'm good. So oh, okay, that's fancy. That's fancy. <laughs> Look at you buying I think, a house uh, with an electric razor. Yeah, I'm just like a 47 year old middle aged person. Ugh, um, you're so you're so adult. I th- I I think we've sufficiently devolved to a point where it's probably about time to call it good on this episode. Um, yeah, you guys still hanging out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're still recording, aren't we? Hey, hey, um do you have anything to say to our good listeners uh before we we sign off for the week? No. Thanks for just just thanks for hanging out with us every week, you guys. It's a lot of fun and uh go hit us with those iTunes ratings and reviews. As always, we love you all. Absolutely. Hopefully, we will get back to an exciting happy victory pod soon. Um, please. It makes it a lot more exciting and a lot more fun to do that for us and for you because you guys don't like listening to sad defeat podcasts. So let's uh, let's hope that we get a win this week in Houston. Um, but until then, follow us at No Other Pod at JCMax03 at Dan Kuzer. Like us on Facebook, Facebook dot com slash No Other Pod. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Everyone needs to listen. So uh, thank you guys so much for sticking with us. And uh, we will talk to you next week. For Dan, I'm Jimmy. See ya. Nowhere to run.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.